You are listening to the show that's reinventing the podcast game. It's time for the Maddie Faz Podcast. And now, here's the man who's been so, so deaf since the AOL Instant Messenger days. From the home of Pretty Fuzzy Productions at the Jersey Shore, the one and only Maddie Faz. That's right, every time you gotta wait for those strings to just hit. Just right, just right, just right. I don't know what when that is because I'm not musically trained or talented, but I feel like I, you know I come in. Actually, this is the first time I've ever done this like this. Uh, you know, you get to uh, I don't know. I always did news stories, you know. I mean, sometimes put some uh, kind of ambient noise underneath or something, but uh, I don't know. I never really did like music underneath, and I usually would multi-track it after I recorded it. This. Uh, kind of gets you in the, in, in the vibe a little bit more, but uh, yes, as my, uh, I still didn't find out the gentleman's name, and I can very easily, um, uh, who, who introduced me there, but uh, yes, I am Maddie Faz, uh, Pretty Fuzzy Productions, live here, and actually, you know, this the, that, that intro is a little bit more fitting, it really are closer to the Jersey Shore. I told you a uh, you know family move is about to uh, hopefully just hopefully just get over with quickly, but it is uh, happening. So some stuff is starting to get moved over here and uh, a little bit closer to the water. So um, it is going to lead to the uh, construction of I don't know I I can't call it, I don't know if I can call it the foxhole anymore. As I told you, this is a very big conundrum for me. <laughs> I do signs that say the foxhole. I've been quoted saying it a thousand times on podcasts, and uh, I don't know, that was below ground. It just felt right. It was in a basement. This is above ground <laughs> quite a bit, so it's a whole uh, whole different thing. I guess that would be considered a first world problem, though. So we will, uh, I don't know, if I can get, you know, you know, a fair amount of listeners, uh, you know, we'll, we'll put it out there to a... Uh, to a vote because uh, I don't know I need some I need something I don't know and it's funny you know like I have a few friends who uh, have their own little areas like in their house especially now as they have more and more kids you know like they have the the, the cloud and, uh, and and such so I, I certainly can't uh, plagiarize their, uh, their their stuff so so uh, yeah that needs to be worked out and uh, you know we'll get there but First, we got to build. We had the other building department. I almost called them the dildo department. The building department, and uh, yeah, that's a whole other uh, bunch uh, bunch of worms or batch of worms, however you want to say it. Whatever. I don't know. It's late. Uh, this is what happens. But you know what? I told you. I I really I enjoy recording late. I I don't know during the day. Like I, I kind of formulate my thoughts. I try to like read up on stuff and. You know, I do brainstorming, but I don't know. I just, like, I'm not, like, at peak performance. And then, like, at night, and it's not like I'm, like, drinking or anything. I have, I have a Coke Zero in front of me, as always. You know, that's just that's just how it goes. Uh, so, but they're actually, I feel like I say this every week, there actually is a lot going on. So, I don't want to joke around too much. And I, I want to get into the two stories for a little bit. And I try not to make this too political. And I will do my best to not politicize things that are very political. But uh, we're, we're, we're working to try to, you know, constantly 
you know, fine tune that knife a little bit between threading all and, you know, not, not getting too political, but being still able to tell a story. And more importantly, that everybody can agree on certain things. That's the part that scares me the most is just that because things are so hyper-partisan, it's like things that really are fact, whether you look at, you know, however you look at the world and all that, but, you know, the certain things are just fact. Like, you know, you look at this piece of paper, it's white. Like, <laughs> it just is. And I don't know, I feel like we've hit this point. Not only are we arguing over everything, it's just that, like, um, the norms are just being just, uh, I don't know, just kind of stomped on. And, and, and I feel like everybody is just disagreeing, like, seeing the same things and just disagreeing so much. And it's... uh it's very disconcerting, and uh, you know I, I've watched a lot of things about you know from gentlemen who have and women who have been through tough times that <clears throat> maybe we haven't been through, and uh, I don't know, like uh, you could just see in their eyes like a lot of caution, a lot of a lot of fear, and I don't know, maybe we are just being just you know, taking things too for granted, ah, you know, it'll just kind of correct itself. But I don't know. I mean, this is, uh, there's a lot going on right now. A lot to unpack. So we'll get to that. And I want to have some fun and we'll do our best to uh, kind of get everything going. But I, I did want to get a few things here. And that's why, so let me, I apologize if things are a little louder here because literally, I mean, I'm in a room, bef- it's like, you know, like Jersey Shore, the shirt before the shirt. I'm in the room before the room, so uh, until that gets finished, and I, you know, I'll be a little nomadic till then. And if it were warm out, I would actually probably record outside. The neighbors would think I was nuts within five minutes, which is fine. And then we don't have to really interact, which would be great. But uh, you know, like the the uh, I don't know. I, I this room is kind of just the best spot right now, but it's uh, probably a little echoey. So I'll, I'll see if I could, you know, since I've really mastered the post-production or, and pre-production, I'll see what I can do about all of that. But, um, you know, we'll, we'll, have to, we'll have to work with that. So, and excuse me if I sound a little scratchy as well. I was, I was, I was brainstorming all this stuff today and I talked a lot and, uh, you know, I don't know, it burned my voice out a little bit. But, uh, so, so now let me just get through a few of these things here. Um, before I get to the, the obvious about how uh, how much everybody loved Jenna on the show, I think more than me, which hurt a little bit. <laughs> but uh, so uh, there's a kind of a, a fundraiser that's going on, and uh, I only promoted it on Facebook. I don't even think I put it on the show yet. Basically, uh, we've done a few batches of Maddie Fez podcast hats and. They've gone like crazy every time. We have a few left. I and I'll be honest. I really haven't promoted them recently. So much is going on. So uh, usually it charge twenty five, which is not like a big profit margin for me. It's more just to spread love and uh, give people a comfortable hat and uh, promote the show. You know, works out for everybody. But what I decided to do was, you know, because of what I was saying in the beginning about everything, just kind of just feeling fucked up right now. I don't know, it's just, maybe, maybe I'm just too much of an idealist, I don't know, I sound like a hippie, but I, I just, it, it's just upsetting, you know, because there's real problems out there that, 
just require more attention and i just feel like they get glossed over and and we get caught in and i'm guilty of it get caught in this just daily nonsense and you know fueled with twitter and 24-hour news cycles and all of it and uh it's just really sad because uh there's real shit going on but uh you know that's uh that's the way it goes right now but the the, uh the fundraiser but the fundraiser um what i decided to do was i wanted to um kind of split it up so i told you as uh or as i've told you uh my girlfriend Jenna is uh, uh, she deals with lupus and she's very active with it as held charity walks and, and, and whatnot so uh, you know trying to learn about it do my part and uh, I found she, I asked her you know what the best fund was that she thought or charity I, I really was kind of blind on the subject so she told me Molly's fund um, and they help a lot of lupus patients, you know, many who are don't have the means to yeah, deal, with, deal with it, especially when it's flaring up. So, um, you know, they help defray some costs and, and day-to-day stuff, which I, is always cool when it's not just towards medical bills, of course, which is helpful. But, like, uh, I like when charities get personal, more personable and help with, you know, here's your money for an electric bill or groceries and, you know, just to help out a little bit. Like that's, that's how I think you know, stuff should go. So, uh, that's Molly's fund, mollysfund.org or at Molly's fund. And number two was that, you know, when, when this, uh, ambush of these four, um, our army Greenberry members just, went completely out of control. Was that last week? I mean, I, I really, like, you just lose, I say it every week, but you just lose track. It's just, like, every day feels like a month. <laughs> like, this week feels like it's been going on forever. It's, like, barely, like, Wednesday, you know, almost Thursday. So, but, uh, the other one was, it's called fallenpatriots.org and, uh, or children of fallen patriots. And, uh, but then that's at Fallen Patriots on Twitter. And I'm going to release a little bit more and tweet. We, we tweeted back and forth, so they're aware of it now. Um, you know, I'd say there's probably about 15 or 20 hats left. So what I did was I'm making them $30. And um, I will set up a dedicated PayPal or Venmo or both just for the charity, just to go right to these two uh, great, great organizations. And... Uh, you know, look, it's just a, I think it's a way of giving back. Again, look, it does help spread the podcast, but, um, you know, I am literally, I'm not, ta- this is not about not taking, pro- I'm not taking a dollar from it. So this is basically just donated and, you know, and then, and, and by myself and whoever ends up buying them. So, uh, it's just two good causes and, uh, you know, and we'll see how it goes because, and, um, you know, I'm looking finalizing some uh some i mean i'm constantly in the lab you know, as the kids say you know keeping it 100 whatever <laughs> i don't know i don't know what i'm talking about but uh i am finalizing some shirts for pretty fuzzy productions and the maddie fast podcast so uh you know when we uh put those out i hope to you know 
hopefully sell a good amount and be able to donate as much as possible. I really do. And I will continue to keep doing that as long as it's feasible. So, uh, you know, there's a lot going on and that's the thing right now. It's tricky because, uh, a lot of the costs that are going to be incurred by myself uh, and, uh, people who are, uh, you know, kind of backing me on this uh, adventure is going to be you know construction costs and things like that so we're uh, we have some things to work with so i mean i don't want to over promise under deliver and that's a you know it's a very big pet peeve of mine so i'm just trying to give back as much as possible while also being a little responsible so we'll uh we'll, we'll figure out the way to balance that and it'll probably go horribly but these charities will get their money and that's the most important thing it's not life altering money my hope is that you know that we start a trend and then you know you, you start to get an idea of the readers and uh, readers and listeners Maybe they match. Maybe they match half of it. And, you know, we build up a little rapport. That happened with my dad's funeral. We donated to a char- a great charity called Bianca's Kids. It's almost like Make-A-Wish Foundation, but more of a grassroots kind. And um, I had done a few stories on them. I thought the, the stuff they did was great. Uh, the woman, Debbie, was just tremendous to deal with. And the woman, Debbie, was uh, just absolutely tremendous to deal with. So, um you know, my dad, for when he passed away, he was not going to want flowers or anything like that. And he was very into charity, especially ones that affected kill, uh, children. I was discussing with my with my family, and I, I had done a story on a charity for about five straight years every Monday. So I had a pretty good idea on the landscape of what was going on. And uh, I said, this one's perfect. This one, just literally all the money goes to... to Funding, um, you know, the, the, the charity and, and the, the, you know, the actual um, gifts and wishes that are fulfilled for these children, which are good. And, uh, you know, we, uh, I think we brought in close to $4,000. It was great. And just, you know, look, in the midst of a very bad time, it, it, was, uh, it, it was really nice. So uh, I'm hoping to try to get a little momentum going with uh, something like this. So. Yeah, and I'll admit this week was a little chaotic because I was just kind of moving back stuff back and forth and whatnot. So, but uh, you know, I uh, I'm I'm hoping to uh, you know bring more attention to it now as we uh, kind of close the week out and move into next week. So definitely check out uh, Mo- at Molly's Fund at Fallen Patriots. Tell them that the Maddie Faz podcast sent you, and uh, you know we'll. Uh, Basis, so basically, you know, and and uh, I guess if you'd like to buy a hat, which I many people can vouch for, I can promise you that they are very comfortable hats. So yeah, if you'd like to buy one, in uh, before I set up, you know, some of those dedicated PayPal and whatnot, uh, just hit me up and we'll work out all the arrangements, and I'll ship them out to you. I've done it with a bunch of people before. No, I promise, no worries, and uh, we'll uh, we'll definitely get you a hat and uh, maybe an autograph too. I, I still haven't been asked for one. I don't know. I guess I'm not on the level of like a Mark Marin or I don't know uh, the two dudes from Barstool who already got canceled by ESPN. What a nightmare that was. Is that bound to happen? I mean, no knock on the Barstool guys. I understand they were trying to cash out cash out a little bit. 
ESPN was trying to sound cool. Just one episode, and it was like they just didn't fucking read it. Like the the guy John Skipper, he just it's like it was put on his desk, and uh, he was like, "All right, yeah. oh cool, yeah, this will get us the eighteen to thirty four. Cool, done." And uh, I don't think they realized what they were signing up for. So <laughs> bad job by them. But, but so hopefully the Barstool guys got paid out a little bit, uh, you know, because that was kind of funny. So. Man, I can't stop coughing tonight, and uh, we'll see how much we can get through. So, the, the other uh, topic before we get, I guess, into some of the more uh, pop culture. I, I, I'm sorry, but, you know. Here's before we get into some more of the newsy stuff. Um, let me just give you a few more little bulletins here. So, yeah, as you know, my girlfriend Jenna, who I've spoken highly of on this show many, many times. Um, and I had promised she was going to come on and, and, uh, I had promised she was going to come on and, uh, you know, it was just that a combination of things. She, you know, nights I was recording, she didn't, wasn't into it or vice versa, you know, or we'd end up, we're both night owls and just not get to it. I don't know. But I, I did want to get her on and just because I, I've told her this and it's not just to kiss her ass. I think she's a natural at it. So um, we've really been discussing some uh, some ideas and, uh, you know, she's, she's going to give it a go with uh, launching her own podcast, which I think is the next logical move because she just has talent for days um, just and is personable and has great connections and... So it'll be under the pretty fuzzy umbrella or whatever, metaphorically. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, her show will probably be more popular than mine. <laughs> but she, uh, you know, it'll, it'll be about pop culture, the kind of the Bravo shows and uh, Housewives. And um, she'll sprinkle in other stuff. And but she can get real real legit guests and uh you know is just uh she she's gonna be a force just i'm telling you that now i i don't think i'm gonna be wrong about that she's uh she she knows what she knows what she's doing and uh with just uh, you know kind of a few shows under her belt and uh you just watch so uh you know that'll be something to keep an eye out i'm trying to expedite it as much as possible we found theme music today we named it and uh we just gotta finish mixing all of that and then i'm hoping by next week uh, i don't think i don't see any reason why not and uh uh we'll get our graphic and we'll, we'll get it all set up for her. and that's that's just how we roll here uh something like that i don't know and uh uh just saying that um, the graphic designer I was speaking to uh, cut back to me and they were, uh, I explained what needed to happen and, uh, you know, they uh, the year. All right, since I can't stop coughing and uh, I keep losing my place, I'm losing contacts, uh, we're going to take a quick break here on the MediFaz podcast. I promise you, though, we'll be right back. <laughs> Literally right back. The Maddie Faz Podcast with your host, the one and only Maddie Faz. We'll be right back. Back to the show, the Maddie Faz Podcast with your host, the one and only Maddie Faz. 
All right, and we're back on the Matty Faz podcast, as promised. Told you. Come on. We may not get everything right here, but we, we, uh, we, we, we frown upon lying. It's not prohibited, but we frown upon it. So it's a very, uh, very strict policy. So, uh, uh, you know, it's, it's just frowned upon. So uh, just again, as I brought up in the beginning of the show, um, please, if you can, and this is not just to unload Matty Faz podcast hats, I, you know, people actually have been requesting them and usually, usually they want them for free. <laughs> no offense to those I'm talking about. And I've obliged quite often. Um, I just decided to uh, do a little bit for charity. One will go towards Lupus, Molly's Fund, at Molly's Fund, mollysfund.org. And you can check it out on there. Um, and they do great work for people who are dealing with lupus, which I've become more learned about um, ooh, as my girlfriend Jenna has it. So, um, you know, it's... Uh, Definitely an underserved cause uh, and, and illness, and uh, definitely deserves more uh, awareness and uh, all that good stuff. So uh, anything we can do, pitch in. You know, we'll uh, uh, and and if I if I could see some great participation from uh, our awesome listeners, then you know maybe we'll we'll sweeten the pot a little bit. Whether we donate more money, do a little giveaway of uh, something for the show, I don't know. Again, I, I need some ideas for that stuff. Uh, my ideas are always cluttered into yellow pieces of paper. Like, I literally have a, a page I was going to record some stuff, and uh, I was scribbling notes down and this and that. I literally can't read half of it. <laughs> like, my handwriting is that bad. Like, I see the word intro, <laughs> and after that, it kind of looks like gibberish. So, uh, but yeah, we'll, uh, you know, if we can get a great participation from uh, Maddie Faust podcast listeners or just fans of pretty fuzzy productions, awesome. Um, you know, that's, uh, that's what we're going for. So, you know, we'll start small. We're grassroots, baby. But, um, uh, you know, and then the other uh, charity is fallenpatriots.org. It it's, uh, benefits children of fallen patriots. Uh, Gold Star families, so obviously that was a big, big point in the news. And amidst all of the chaos and back and forth, and it was more like like WWE style, like promos and whatnot, rebuttals. You know, I feel like I mean I know there were some news people who mentioned that you know the the, the uh, Green Berets who were who were ambushed and killed were not given. Just enough love, uh, you know, not mentioned enough. So, um, the, the, the those four men, they, uh, you know, they, they weighed on my mind um, after all of that, and I just thought, you know, the, those are two good causes. I mean, there's plenty of other things that I mean, I, I was also thinking, you know, about the, the hurricane in in Puerto Rico. Which is amazing. I mean, you have American citizens, and it's like they—I believe last check, eighty percent without like water or electricity. I mean, the numbers are just staggering. They're just depressing to look at at this point, and I just can't even imagine. Like, if people lost—I'm not even talking about electricity. If people lost their Wi-Fi, <laughs> like literally their Wi-Fi, 
Like, if they couldn't go on Snapchat for, like, three and a half minutes, say, you'd have a mutiny. And if it was three and a half hours, you'd have people storming town hall or police stations. And if it were three months of just no Wi-Fi... Forget about it. The, the uh, you know the CEOs of like Cablevision and Verizon and Direct, they would have to flee town. Let alone water and all that. So I mean, it's amazing. So I I thought a lot of, about it, a lot of different things. But then I know that the former presidents did the um, concert, the One America Fund, and I, I know that raised a lot of money for for the different things. And on that note, I mean, um, you know. Sometimes fate's on your side, and uh, I mean, Houston went through a lot during Hurricane Harvey. I mean, the amount of rain was just crazy, <laughs> biblical, if you will. Um, and they ended up winning the World Series, and they won. And they won a Game Seven on the road in LA. So very impressive. Um, and it was like the reverse Sports Illustrated jinx. Uh, they were predicted in 2014. When you know they were still really much of a rebuilding, they were predicted to, uh, to to be the champions in 2017. So SI getting it right. Look at that. Um, you know, it's uh, it doesn't always happen quite that way. So I, I did want to make mention uh, to those two to the two charities though. So are the hat prices are thirty dollars right now. I'm going to set up dedicated funds. You know, PayPal and or Venmo. We'll see which. I get around to, but um, or you could just contact me directly, Matt Fazlepore on Facebook or at Matt Fazlepore on Twitter, as you'll hear my uh, my announcer say at the end of the show. Also, um, I believe he mentions PrettyFuzzy.com, which that is going to be the home base for a lot. I guess pretty much all of what's going on. However, uh, I own the domain name and. Uh, have not uh, have not done much with it yet, as I've been more focused on the on-air stuff and, and all that good stuff. So that is an upcoming project, and will uh, is something I'm putting a priority on now that it's mentioned in my outro. I know everybody makes it through the podcast and then to the outro, so I mean, clearly I have to uh, address that. So um, you know, it's uh, the, the, that's that's taken some priority. So. We're getting there, but uh, you know, it's funny. I was just talking to uh, my girlfriend Jenna, and uh, I know everybody would probably rather hear her than me. <laughs> but uh, you know, I I told her like she's gonna she's just gonna just like slay it, and I know I mentioned this before too, but I really do believe it. Like I I don't know. I just uh, not that I'm a talent evaluator but i don't know i just and i'm not trying to be biased like i just think if she enjoys doing it she's just gonna just destroy it i mean she's got the skill set really does she's got the you know she's got the whole arsenal so you know she can write she can speak well she is engaging and knows topics and has sources so it's uh i'm very excited to watch her rise because i I feel like I could see it in my head, but, um, you know, it'd be like, <laughs> and not to compare her to Lonzo Ball, you know, who ended up being the number two pick in the NBA draft, but it'd be like, you know, he like LeVar Ball, as crazy as he may sound and as boisterous as he is, like he 
has watched his three sons play together forever. He knows how good they are. And it's like he has that has that grin on his face where he's just like, yep, I know. Like, yep, I've been telling you guys they're this good. Like, nobody wanted to listen to me. So um, I am telling you right now that, um, you know, there's a lot of things that are being worked at here at Pretty Fuzzy Production. I know a lot of people kind of took it as a joke in the beginning. But um, there's uh, the... There's movement happening, and uh, I can't quite <clears throat> announce everything right now, but uh, it's all good things, and it'll, if done right, if handled right, if managed right, uh, it'll be a good thing, and I'm very much looking forward to it. So within that, I mean, you're, we're going to get more podcasts, as I've been telling you, like, uh, it's not a joke like we really are working on more podcasts like um there's a few other people i gotta still talk to and just kind of get on board you know and look a lot of people aren't used to doing this they have jobs you know that where they gotta be careful what they say and things like that so there's stuff like that to work out you know and then other people have you know with families and kids and you know doing all that so the scheduling logistic all of it is uh it just kind of adds to everything so uh but i am confident of uh you know adding in at least two or three podcasts uh um over the next uh you know few few months and uh like But uh, yeah, no, I am very confident of uh, adding in some some podcasts, and and I think it's gonna not only be entertaining, but I'm I'm trying to do some things where, um, you know, it's a good mix of stuff where it's not one note, and we're not just talking about one thing. Uh, you know, look, <laughs> like I could, I could do, I could sit here and talk to you about baseball for three hours. I could talk to you about football for three hours, but I just want to make a mix of stuff, make it for everybody. So we will have programming, like you know, as you can see with my my personal show at the moment. Like I said, I I haven't, um, like I've been just kind of just keeping keeping it going, keeping reps going, uh, talking about topics I find interesting, giving you updates on the thing, on, on the site, and uh, like I, you know, I'm, I'm just I'm working my way back, working my way up, working my way back to you. <laughs> Sorry, um, you know, I'm just kind of working my way up to where I want it to be, and where it'll be a mix of uh, just you know relevant topics uh interviews bringing on just some random people like i did you know like jenna she the other day she was literally just going to come in we were going to promote some of the stuff she had coming up and uh she was going to do 20 minutes and we ended up bullshitting and talking and two hours and it flew and uh like that's probably the most positive feedback i've gotten on an episode so i don't know if i should take that as a good or bad thing but whatever um you know like she, she's a she's a great girl and um we we've talked extensively about all of this stuff and you know like it's uh 
really been discussed by us and she she's gets it she gets it she's in the same boat i am in terms of just like that creative bug like where you need to just you know go for some things and uh she 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 understands it and um like i just you know i, I feel like it, i look at her more like a partner on this stuff than just like me telling her i'm gonna do this or do that like we you know, have have developed that type of relationship with it and understanding with things. So, um, like even right now, it's you know early morning and uh, I'm recording. I mean, that, like I, I just I have my own way of doing things. She does too, and that's just how we roll. So, uh, but we do have a lot of like stuff coming up, and like I don't want to release too much at once. Like, you know, I got I gotta like kind of figure like that's the thing like look like there's it's better to have a lot of things going on than just like one thing and like that's it like we kind of have uh you know a multifaceted plan which i'm still uh speaking of jenna jenna you can't even give it a hello Hi. That's it? Uh-oh. Hi, everyone. I was just talking about you. Read the, read the, so funny. You're cordial, uh, I was handed, um, what are, are these coasters? Coasters. Hold on, man, let's see. You, oh, really, you leave me hanging? You're cordially invited to attend, ruin, and not remember my holiday party. Okay, I can do that. Your gift will be arriving late or never. Okay. Just wanted to help spread hope, peace, joy, and other marketing buzzwords. Very nice. <laughs> Everyone puts a few. Everyone puts on a few pounds during the holidays. Amen. <clears throat> Happy whatever doesn't offend you. I like it. And I don't care if you've been naughty or nice. <laughs> Beautiful. All right, so there it is. We're getting in the mood for Felice Navidad. So, um, yeah, that was actually a lot of uh, last night. We we were kind of spitballing ideas, and uh, like I said, I think she's more than ready for her own show, and like has been uh, ready. And uh, like I said, we we were there was a lot of transition in terms of the foxhole studio area kind of starting to move stuff over here and whatnot so um that's why i also you know i don't want to go too crazy given you know constantly just recording 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 and then you know then all of a sudden all right now i'm like at a commission for a few days and this and that so if we've had a good pace going and we will continue to um so it, as I was saying on my show, like, like I want to get it to a point where, you know, we, we have a nice core, core group of listeners. We can take questions. I'm, I'm hooking up Skype. I'm we're, like, we're doing our studio the right way. Like, um, I've been like studying other studios and, you know, small like production studio kind of things and just seeing like what's what. And, um, you know, we, uh, I, I borrow some ideas and, you know, do all that, but 
uh, it, it'll be legit. I can I can promise that. So I'm very very much looking forward to that because that's the that's the game changer for for everything, and it'll be done just like I know, just just the right way. Like and um, like that's uh, that's one thing like uh, I've been very grateful of. Even though like you know like the last two years, a lot of things have gone. You know, not as planned. Like um, uh, I brought those up before, but it, you know, it's very tough to um, leave a job you love with people you love working with um, very much because of circumstances beyond your control. But you know, uh, family was always first for us, and always will be. So uh, it, to me, it wasn't much of a decision, but. Uh, and then being away, I was like, all right, you know what, I, <laughs> all right, you know, like I'm kind of enjoying it. And then, um, the, like I, I moved back, I, I was staying with my mom. I didn't want her to be in New Hampshire alone. And then, um, our house in Tons River, which was for sale, was empty. And I was in the middle of moving to Hoboken that got the kibosh put on it and I uh, I stayed home for a bit I watched the dog I was with my mom whole nine and uh, you know the more I was away I just I don't know it, and it was nothing against my uh, you know my my former place of, uh, of work but I just started to kind of feel like alright I, I have ideas I, I don't know I just want to take a stab at it like myself I don't know I, and just see what happens so I started just brainstorming and reading and all that good stuff and uh you know we're we're, we're gonna give it a shot like there like I said I'm not gonna give away every idea but um there is definitely uh some some good things on the horizon and um you know we do play our cards right and you know of course you have to deal with things like the township as i said with like permits and things like that for the for the studio part and uh you know and, uh, we have some financing in place and once uh we show uh that we have a serious thing going we uh you know well uh we'll, we'll get more and we'll be good to go. So, um, like I said, and, and and there's a few people who are definitely on board. I'm not even going to announce them yet because I want to make sure it's done the right way. I've I've talked to a few people. <laughs> I know I sound like Mike Francis right now, like and people you wouldn't even expect, and who I'm very very confident on I, that I can get them on as a guest. And there's a few people I would love to have do podcasts, even like if it's once a month, say, as like a special kind of thing, or even like a video segment. Uh, just a few people I feel like are just so talented. Um, but I don't know. I, I I I really do have to see like how that kind of stuff uh, shakes out, but. Uh, you know, we've been working really, really hard on, on guests and, uh, 
you know, the, there's a the, there's a few ones on the horizon death that, that are looking really really positive, and uh, I'm not I'm not gonna announce them yet. I don't want to put the hex on it, but uh, we still you know, just work out some logistics and whatnot. But one I can tell you is uh, we're gonna be interviewing. Uh, uh, And I, I feel bad because I keep saying, you know, that I, I I have this going on, but I can't tell you. But but just trust me, you just gotta have a little faith. I promise you, I will. Uh, we're, we we are we're coming big. We're coming big in in, in the end of 2017, especially 2018. But um, one thing I wanted to do uh, before I really pack up the foxhole and you know make it this new room which is unnamed yet i wanted to get a few really really good interviews in and um just just kind of soak it up because it's a it, it was a space that i i just started messing around with and kind of renovating around it was my dad's old office and it was a very big part of my grieving process i didn't know it at the time and i wasn't planned that way i just started messing around with it and I blinked and I was like, "All right, I think I made a like a recording studio. <laughs> like now what?" And you know, you, I started producing podcasts, making my own, just messing around. And some things have gotten good results, and you know, some things have gotten yeah, okay, cool, good job, Matt, whatever. Uh, but like now, I feel like the right people have noticed like what is going on and you know uh, that we're in a good spot and the you know as long as we put the work in to do what we got to do like I think we'll, we will be okay so uh, I'm I, I and I'm terrible at surprises too like I, I usually blow every surprise so I'm dying to tell people a few things I'm <laughs> hoping for and working on and whatnot but uh We'll, uh, we'll, 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 we'll get that, I promise, very, very soon. But I, I can tell you, and this was confirmed tonight, so uh, if anything does change, I will, I will absolutely uh, inform you, but uh, uh, Lilo Brancata uh, Jr., if you don't know who he is, he, he played uh, C, or Colazaro on Frank's Tale, and he was also Matthew Bevilacqua on The Sopranos. Um, he had some legal problems with an incident that uh, took place, and he, um, you know, got, got caught in a tough situation and uh, served his time. And uh, a friend, a friend of my brother and myself, became friends with him, and he's, I guess, helped with the process of reforming and kind of. You know, get getting back into swing of things, and uh, you know, by all accounts, he's a really, really nice guy, and uh, obviously has some great stories. And uh, I've been told, you know, you look, and I, I don't like throwing curveball questions just to get a quick, stupid headline. That's not me, but um, I do. Uh, you know, I want to ask the right questions, and I just want to just make sure I know what the parameters are. So. Uh, the hope is to talk to him tomorrow, 
and just kind of, you know, we'll kind of shoot the shit a little bit, and uh, we'll we'll see what's what. But uh, I'm very excited about him coming in as a guest. Uh, Bronx Tale, one of my favorite movies ever, and uh, I'm sure he has some great stories. So, Lil Roncato Jr. is looking uh, like right now. It would be Tuesday midday. Um, I realize that's election day, you know, so the whatever 20% of you that will will be turning on out for that, I I don't mean to uh, interrupt your day, but uh, we'll record it and barring anything unusual, we will uh, turn it around as quick as possible. So that is, uh, I hope to have that up there by Tuesday night. That's the uh, plan as of right now. Um, what else did I want to tell you? So yeah, so that uh, you know, that's a uh, you know, guest uh, I I would love to talk to. You know, I mean, from that movie, uh, you know, you can give me anybody, and I'd be thrilled. But especially him, you know, see, was obviously you know right at the center of the movie. Him and Chaz Palminteri, so. Uh, you know, I hope it's a start of a, of a good relationship and, you know, somebody we can have as a regular kind of guest and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see how it goes. But, uh, uh, I'm very, very much looking forward to that interview. And then there's a few more that are, uh, you know, anywhere from 50% done to 20% to 70%. So I, I can't give the names away yet because I don't. I just can't, but uh, I really, you know, I'm holding out hope on a few of them, and we'll uh, we'll see what happens. I, I don't know. I mean, I, 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 I it's the best kind of figures I can give you, but it's uh, you know, it's, it's just gonna be one of those things that uh, you know, you, we gotta throw together, everyone gotta throw together. So, uh. We'll, we'll get there though, don't worry. And then, uh, as I told you too, when when Jenna starts her own show, she's got a lot of interviews um, already that maybe you've been lined up or people want to do with her. She's, I guess, more likable than I am. Now she did. She's worked her ass off on uh, just developing sources and um, developing relationships with people in in you know the reality TV world and things of that nature. So. I, like she's just gonna get better and better. I know I keep saying that, but it, it's it's freaking true. It's uh, really, I mean, it's it's uh, it's just remarkable how how quickly she, uh, you know, how quickly she she uh, can grasp things like that and just uh, you know she, she she gets it and it's just gonna be uh, you know I I can't wait to watch. Um, so I'll give you one more little story here. So <laughs> one of the reasons why uh, I guess my voice is a little uh, haggard today wasn't just talking. So as I told you, we're, we're working on other podcasts and other things. And I want to make sure your podcast has the right elements of an intro song and logo art and just the bare minimums. You, you, you get eh, not bare minimums, but just the essentials. You, you gotta kind of go into it. 
like war. So um, Jenna and I were were talking about her show, and I was we were, again spitballing ideas and what we thought, what she wanted, and I was just trying to match that image. So um, I went on a site that I use uh, from time to time for music that you can buy the copyrights to, and it's instrumentals, and they have everything pretty much. It's pretty cool stuff. So uh, I, I found one, and it was kind of very catchy. It was a cool, like, indie summer kind of catchy song. So I'm like, all right, we'll figure out. And, and I'll give a preface to my uh, my buddy Chris, who you've heard, Chris Papp, who actually will, he will also be uh, on a podcast soon. He's uh, going to perform. Uh, he's a good, very good guitarist and singer and everything. So he's another one. <laughs> I don't even know if like, I, I, I have not enough hours in the day at the moment. Uh, so he... Uh, He's the we both went to college together and high school. So late night, if we drank and whatnot, he would uh, start playing guitar because he was, you know, he'd play and do all that. <clears throat> and uh, he's he would do that, and I uh, I would just start messing around and just uh, just joking around about whoever was in the room and just do like a reggae song kind of thing and just, I don't know, make some jokes about people in the room. So uh, I was saying, I was joking around with Jenna and just like making up fake things about like, you know, because I said her show's going to be about pop culture and things like that. I was just making up like fake jokes about <laughs> certain issues and scandals and whatnot. And she kind of liked it. And then I was messing around for this podcast and just seeing if I could do it because the song's very quick so it's gonna require some uh you know just just my way of doing things <laughs> so i was messing around with that i don't know i guess i hurt my voice more than i thought so it wasn't from screaming for the world series or anything like that so again congratulations to the houston astros uh game seven on the road never an easy thing there's more papers flying hold on So yeah, so congratulations to them, and uh, you know for all they've gone through, it's uh, you know first World Series and under the conditions, uh, very very impressive to say the least. Uh, Jesus Christ, I wish I could read my own handwriting. I have so much stuff written down, <laughs> and I can't read half of it. Um, I guess another thing to before. I, I know I've been avoiding some of, you know, just, I know it's been covered with uh, this this awful incident in New York with the guy running over people, a rented Home Depot truck, and it's just such a shame. I mean, it's gone on in Europe now for, for, for a while, and we've been, you know, like, uh, I know we have great, law enforcement professionals so i don't want to say lucky or fortunate but you know we've done our job and uh this one slipped under the radar and look it happens and that, and that those are the scariest ones it's those lone wolf things where 
somebody doesn't have a criminal record or one thing on a criminal record. I think this guy had, but you know, you're clean for seven years and you're in the country and all that. And just boom, become more and more radicalized. And, you know, you just like, and that's the scary thing. Like these soft targets, was, those are always my two things about terrorism were, you know, just that. All right. Like, I think Al Qaeda got so, like, just gassed up by their own, like, just, like, hype after blowing up the World Trade Centers. They could, they would only focus on, like, huge attacks. Again, they did carry out smaller ones, but I feel like they most did a disservice to themselves, thankfully, and, and really went for the grandiose kind of uh, showings. And it's just, you know, they, they would end up getting thwarted often and uh i don't know that changed a bit with isis and you know as their area shrunk in iraq and syria and everything they just said you know just go go for it even if, if you're a supporter a sympathizer or whatever use whatever you got around you use your car use a knife use this use that and just uh you know wreak havoc and that's scary when it's just like that, like in an area like that, like just a beautiful area, a lot of police presence, and it's just, uh, it's crazy. So uh, the president, you know, he, he's, I know his whole thing is to promote fear, and, you know, he won very much on that being one of his issues, that he was going to be strong on terror and this and that, and it's just like... It's disappointing about certain things because, like, the Vegas shooting was only a month ago, and what, 68 people died, 58 people died, and no legislation has been drawn up about uh, getting rid of the bumper stocks of, uh, bumper crops, or rather, for, of, uh, you know, to carry that much ammunition, uh, you know, where you can just fire literally that you know at will like a, you turn a shotgun into a machine gun basically so because uh, it's an issue they don't want to touch because the nra is a uh you know they, they fund a lot of elections and um it's already gonna be a weird thing too i mean uh paul ryan is uh you have steve bannon who is now thinks he's like the face of the republican party and he's pitting himself instead of just going straight after Democrats and going for the jugular. He wants like his guys or his girls or his people in there, like thinking like him, you know, a little Bannonism, a little Trumpism, and get them in there and get his dream. Of, and I've read some of it, and I don't know all of it, but he wants this dream scenario of how government should work, and. He's putting up primary challengers against other Republicans. I mean, the whole thing is just crazy and just unprecedented. And you've had now 11, I think it's 11 Republican uh, congressmen who have just stepped down before the, the, the midterm elections. I mean, they want no part of this shit. And... I'll be honest, I can't blame them. I mean, and they've lost some, you know, guys. Maybe they're not the guys you know, household names, but they're pretty, pretty 
popular dudes who, uh, you know, they, uh, they just lost them. And I don't know. I'm just, I'm fascinated by how this is all going to turn out. And then, of course, you had Robert Mueller, who I, look, I, I'm not Trump's biggest fan because I wasn't his biggest fan before he was elected president. I, I just always thought he was a liar and a cheater and everything in between. I know my dad felt the same way and it was just, I don't know, it was just that's how we viewed him in our house that he, you know, lied about how much he was worth. He lied about building sizes. He lied about everything. That Roy Cohen, New York City kind of, you know, grand promotional kind of thing. He, he You know, he just lied about everything. And... Um, you know, and then we knew personally people who got stiffed on jobs um, in Atlantic City with the casinos he was building. And, you know, after a while, it's just like, man, this is the guy's track record. And you read articles about charity and, like, you know, him saying he donate this and donate that, never donates. And then, uh, you know, you have uh, the, the guy who's about to become the president of the United States settling a lawsuit for $25 million dollars in which he he didn't have to admit it. He didn't have to do the, uh, what's it called, recantons or whatever, um, where you have to say you did this and that. It was just, uh, they just reached a settlement. But still, $25 million admitting essentially that you ran a fraudulent university selling bullshit real estate tips. I mean just you can't make it up it's like uh, the stuff that has happened and you hate to always make comparisons to other things but come on like the stupid Benghazi not stupid because it was it was fatal but that Benghazi stuff was the most politicized shit ever and this ambush in, in Niger Africa I mean does not seem better it seems worse and I just, you know, like, I just can't understand how you can look at one thing one way and then just, just because it's a Republican, not a Democrat, that, oh, you know, that it's whatever, you know, what is what it is. I mean, I don't know. It's it's so confusing right now, but that's why I've felt, and I've said it nauseam probably on here too, I think Robert Mueller is, I mean, outside of guys like Mad Dog Mattis, John Kelly, H.R. Uh, McMaster, um, I think that they're doing this job out of just the respect of the country and necessity for the, for the safety of the republic at this point because Donald Trump's mood swings and whatnot, I, I mean, we could be in a nuclear war overnight. Um, and then you have um, you know, Robert Mueller, who is just, I mean, the guy's beyond reproach and... He, uh, he's the dude, man. He's, he's just the guy. And I, I've, I've felt that he is the last line of defense before we really just go off the fucking rails. And, um, man, you know, it was known that Manafort was, was going to be a target, um, and which would make sense because he has a lot, he has a very checkered past does not appear to pay taxes. Continuing trend in that uh, campaign. 
and um, has money all over places and tax shelters like uh, Cyprus and whatnot. And um, he's had a sketchy past. And then he was he got involved in in the Russia Ukraine stuff and uh, got paid for consulting work on that. And it's it just he's he's involved in some shit. And he always seemed like a like lightly target. So him and his associate or partner or whatever you want to call it, Robert Gates, were both indicted. Twelve counts, and the bail was exceptionally high. It was ten mil for Manafort, and it's like they wanted. That's part of the case. I haven't read all of it yet, but I've read a good amount, and it's part of the case to show like the flashy lifestyle he was living and kind of that he was selling his position for for money and this and that but it was 10 million and 4 million which is just it's wild for for a non-murder bail that's high (laughs) and then you have this low-level staffer who was a foreign policy advisor named george papadopoulos or whatever i keep thinking of my buddy pap uh and he he got caught lying to fbi investigators and he seems to be the guy who may have been approached by some people that claim they had the Russian information and he passed it on and it led to that meeting in, uh, in June with uh, Jared Kushner, Donald Trump Jr., Manafort, and the Russians and everything. So... He has emerged as, and again, Washington keeps no secrets. And he kind of, out of nowhere, not only he got, you know, he got questioned, he got busted for giving the wrong answers. And I guess when given the option of uh, sitting it out, or just, what's the fucking line? He chose to sit it out or dance. Uh, he chose to dance, and uh, he, uh, he 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 not only uh, pled guilty to false statement. He then wore a, apparently, I guess you know that, that the way they write legal lingo is just a fucking shit show. I don't even know what it fucking means. But he, uh, if, if you read between the lines, or you can understand that stuff. He literally, um, he, he literally w- may have worn a wire. I mean, so now you're talking, you have, like, and this is not just a pick on Trump, but two indictments, including your one, they, they keep distancing themselves from Manafort, but I mean, the dude was, the, he, he was the campaign manager through the Republican National Convention. He was there specifically for that part because... They thought he'd be good at rounding up the delegates because they thought a lot of states were going to try to screw Trump and never the never Trump movement and all that. So Manafort was there for a reason, and he served as good, I think, as long or if not longer than any other uh, of the campaign managers. And they act like he was the low-level staffer, but he wasn't. I mean, so you got him indicted, you know. Seven, I believe $75 million, they said his net worth was. Mostly like, you know, again, money hidden all over the place. The other dude, Gates, I forget what he was at. And this other guy, George Papadopoulos, they want, you know, he apparently wanted to be a baller. 
and tipped off some people about this information from a, a London professor. And, uh, I mean, it's amazing, though, that, like, that's what I said about Robert Mueller. Like, you know, you may not know much about him, but, I mean, he literally is respected by both sides, he, which is, uh, like, non-existent anymore. He is all business, and he's just a dude, like, you do not want him looking, you know, at your personal stuff because he will find anything. And the fact that he was hired uh, to, to do this job, he did not even hold a press conference and just literally went right to work and hired this, like, apparent dream team of, like, prosecutors and people who are just brilliant with these types of crimes. <clears throat> and it's funny, I always said to my mom, I said that it'll end up being something involving money laundering because Trump has always been thought to be doing that. And that that was the reason for the reach out from the Russians and the payback and the whatnot. But look, there's a ways to go with it. But right now, you have a White House with, you know, you have, you have two guys, you know, your former campaign manager, uh, his top associate, and a guy who continued to work at the White House, I believe, or for a time, indicted on, you know, numerous charges. And facing jail time. So now they have to face the decision of what do you do? Do you ride it out and try to fight it in court? Or do you flip up? And I mean, that's, I mean, I mean, Mueller, like, the detail is amazing. Like that, of, of what he's done in such short time. But the model is, you know, it's pretty standard. Like that's what you do. You get as big of a person as you can to roll up on the top dog and... I still don't think Trump understands what he's trying, you know, what Mueller's trying to do here. So it's uh, it's very interesting. But I mean, you got you got two dudes who are indicted with a lot of you know a lot at stake, and now you have another guy who's thirty years old who is uh, has already pled guilty. Uh, you know, seeing obviously a plea, uh, plea bargain, and he just—he uh, <laughs> may have been wearing a wire, and it's just like it's crazy. Like now, you have all these people who are in the White House freaking out. You don't know who said what to who, and you're gonna. People backstabbing each other, and I think that's what Mueller wanted to create, or Mueller, or whatever. I keep saying Mueller, I probably say wrong, but like that's what he wanted to create. Now you have all right, and that's I mean that's the prosecution dream. You want to get people not trusting each other to where you think like, oh, okay, oh yeah, he's loyal, he'll ride it out. Well, if you get enough people who are staring at each other saying, I don't trust him, I don't trust him, I don't trust him, I'm not taking the fall for their, for him, for him, blah, blah, blah. Now it's a whole different ballgame. So the way Mueller rolled that out, I mean, was, I think, absolutely brilliant because uh, he is now placed, you know, without saying, President Trump, you're under investigation. I mean... If you don't think that he's under investigation, I don't know what the fuck to tell you because 
I mean, just just look at what is going on and what the type of things they're looking at. I mean, <clears throat> strike me dead if he's not under investigation because I don't I I, I don't I don't buy it. So uh, it's a shame because. I know he's trying to, you know, tax reform is going to be the big thing that Republicans have sold their soul for, basically. And um, he's trying to get that done, I'm sure, to change the subject. It's, and it is amazing. Again, this is the cynical thing on Twitter. Everybody's saying, oh, you know, again, look, this attack happened. It was horrible. Killing seven people. And I believe he was the eighth. The, the Oh, no, I'm sorry. No, the, he's alive. So, no, he, he was just eight eight people and uh five or six of them were argentinian tourists terrible um and uh but it's it's just always amazing that every time trump has that major blow to his you know campaign or or this something like this like then something happens and you forget about it and uh, again, not to say that Trump hired this guy to do this, but it's just, uh, it's remarkable because, I mean, things are closing in on him. And, um, you know, today Hope Hicks was interviewed. That's like his Ivanka number two, basically. He's, she's, she's Ivanka without, like, bloodline. Um, so... It's, uh, I don't even know what to make of it right now because Mueller is just like a bulldog and like Trump's lawyers are playing nice. They don't want to piss him off. And I don't know. It's getting to a point. It's getting to a point where, look, I think he's doing a fantastic job and seems to know exactly what he's looking for and why. But, um, it's, uh, you know, it's just like one of those things where it's, uh, it, I don't know. <clears throat> it's, <clears throat> it's just like one of those things where it's like, I don't know, you could just see it going so many ways. And it's like, is he going to go at the president? I mean, that's what it comes down to. And I mean, then what? Because, I mean, you have Republicans who have said that's the red line. Like, you, you know, if you try to fire Robert Mueller... Like, you were going to impeach you. So, I mean, he's in a very weird spot. I mean, look, that's the thing. And I read a very interesting thing. And I, um, it was it was, uh, was a Politico, maybe. But that's the thing. When he, he ran this far-right campaign and, you know, saying controversial thing things right off the bat, the problem is that, look, while... It was supposed to be different from the establishment and everything. And it worked in terms of getting elected. But the establishment, you need some of them. They know how to get business done in Washington. They just know how to do certain things that a lot of your, you know, these insurgent kind of politicians do not. And uh, it's just... Uh, it, Basically, the uh, the article says is like you know this is what happens when you run this type of of uh, campaign. You attract these types of people, and my mom has always said that. She said you just look at these people that Trump attracts on his team, 
they just look shady. They all look like used car salesmen or they're going to sell you snake oil kind of thing. Like they just have that sketchy look to them. And, you know, and they're, they seemingly are okay with lying like through their teeth. So I don't know. I just, uh, I don't know where this is going to end up, but I mean, it's, uh, right now Robin Mueller has just like carte blanche and it's just going buck wild. So, uh, you know, in Vanity Fair, a great article about Trump, like how basically he's becoming undone because he can't handle this every day. Like it, it being out there. So, um, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be very interesting. So I'm going to end political talk there. That, that's, I needed to t- touch on the two things. I mean, God, you know, send my blessings to, and my th- T's and P's, my thoughts and prayers to, uh, the, uh, the victims of the, the New York attack. And I will say one great thing about that city and look, Bill de Blasio gets a lot of shit warranted because he can be a buffoon but um a really great job because to you know respond in the manner they did take care of business there was an order to shoot not to kill because they wanted more information and then uh execute that clear out the area and hold the hold the halloween parade that's that's how New York does it. And that's like, you know, I talked in the beginning about how sometimes, you know, it feels like we're losing our grip on shit. But when I see things like that, that's hopeful. You know, when when you see New York just be like, "All right, you want to you want to run over some people with a rented Home Depot truck? Great. Fuck you. <laughs> you didn't even you didn't die for it." You're not going to paradise as, as you know, your twisted version of Islam <laughs> states you are. You're not. <laughs> you didn't die for it. So now you're going to give us information and, you know, and you're going to live in jail for the rest of your life. Look, it's not ideal because then you have to taxpayers have to pay for it. But you know what? It was, uh, it, it was very apropos because, I mean, clearly he was... Uh, Hoping to die by via police and you know get his martyrdom and uh, you know move on and uh, you know they 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 thwarted all of it and then held the parade and that was the way of saying ISIS fuck you <laughs> you go ahead so this is what you're sending us we'll clean it up and you know it's sad we lost some people but we'll clean this up and we will have a parade tonight. And that's what happened. So it's, uh, you know, very, very, very impressive uh, job to, to do that because that, that's cool. And uh, one of the better things I've seen uh, Bill uh, de Blasio be a part of <laughs> in the state of uh, New York. Um, another thing I wanted to t- touch on. Uh, <clears throat> hold
So, you know, actually, before I get into the thing I wanted to talk about, this is something I have wanted to mention for a while. This is not an advertisement, but maybe maybe one day. Um, I, when Billy Joel was performing a few years ago, I saw him at MSG, which was great. Between songs, I would see him spray like something into his throat. So I thought, I don't know, maybe he's got a sore throat or whatever. And he made a reference to it and said, uh, you know, Obviously, I'm getting older. I can't hit the high notes that I used to be able to. And, uh, you know, I needed just a little boost on my throat just to, you know, be able to do what I wanted to do. And uh, he started using this stuff. It's called (laughs) the Entertainer's Secret Throat Relief. It's for dry throat, hoarse voice, and all that. So I, I was like, all right, you know what? If Billy Joel trusts it, why not? And I just got it. Like last week, it works pretty well. I mean, I'm, I'm a little hoarse today from my singing, apparently. But uh, it, you know, it's like it's like almost like banaka, but it's just to like give your throat a little 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 jolt. And uh, so I, I've been using that. So when 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 Jenna walks in, sometimes when I'm when I'm doing my podcast, I have like 45 Coke Zeros next to me. Maybe a coffee, maybe a water, maybe like a, a, a some kind of Entenmann's cake or muffin, and uh, a, a dictaphone sometimes because I like to remember my thoughts and the entertainer's secret. And she just looks at me like, "What the fuck did I get myself into?" <clears throat> but yeah, everybody has their own system. <laughs> Mine just happens to be very weird. Um, so, uh, you know, this week was, of course, Halloween, and uh, usually we uh, go to my brother's house, and he's got a good uh, good area to, to um, trick-or-treat, and a few fam- my sister's family, few, uh, my brother's uh, wife's families uh, will come over, and uh, all, you know. The adults will have a few adult beverages, and the kiddies will uh, will uh, just go around from house to house. So um, you know, it's just it's it's funny because I mean, you see just how like I mean, it's like watching deja vu of like you know you and your when you were little because I mean, like yeah, especially like my brother's kids. I mean, it's like it, you know his one son looks like him. His other son looks like my my father. I mean, it's just weird seeing them, you know, so jubilant over candy and everything. And, um, you know, we'll get them their own little thing just to, you know, round it out and everything. And um, they're just, they're, they're cute kids. And they're, and they're good kids. They're, they're very, very good kids, which is uh, <clears throat> the most important thing because that was... Uh, it just doesn't fly <laughs> if they were uh, not behaved and uh, you know all that kind of stuff. So, uh, let's see here. As I mentioned, uh, Lil Ovarancado Jr. is uh, scheduled to 
come down to the foxhole for uh, one of the final interviews down there, which is uh, very, one I'm very much looking forward to. There's a Bronx Tale uh, picture on the wall. So, um, But people have asked me, you know, who are your dream interviews? And my number one, I mean, I would love to interview Ric Flair, the wrestler. I mean, he's just... I mean, the guy is amazing. He's a fascinating dude. And, uh, you know, he uh, he's going to be doing a lot of press because uh, they're coming out with the 30 for 30 about Ric Flair. And uh, it's supposed to be amazing. They got all the big names in terms of, uh, you know, people just to talk about it. And, I mean, it's going fo- to be happy and sad because I mean you're gonna get to see the Ric Flair he's who was so ahead of his time with just things he said and did and everything but there's a sadness to him because like he it's tough to separate when you become that popular and you're Ric Flair who just again if you don't know that just you gotta just you know watch YouTube and he was so ahead of his time with all of it and he just couldn't break the character always at after hours, you know. He would just be tearing up motels in uh, Dayton, Ohio. That's what he did. And uh, it, it became a problem, you know. And then um, there was the loss of his son, which uh, I imagine is going to be a very, very tough uh, moment in the... 30 for 30, so, um, you know, uh, but it is supposed to be very, very well done. His daughter's doing great things. Uh, Charlotte, she's uh, she's just killing it. Um, so that that 30 for 30 is on the 7th. Is that the, let's see. What is it? I don't know what day we're on right now. All right, so yes. Yeah, so that's uh, election day, the Tuesday. So that will be the day I am um, interviewing uh, Collagero or Matthew Bevilacqua from Sopranos or Bronx Tale, whichever you like to pick. And uh, so we'll, we'll, hopefully I'll be posing the interview by then and then watch the 30 for 30. But, you know, I, I, I'm telling you, I am going to reach out and try to get... Uh, get Ric Flair because th- there's a few people on my go my dream team list one of them uh, I can't even say it right now because I don't know if it's gonna happen but um, I'm really 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 just uh, trying I'm trying because it would just be uh, be amazing so uh, I, I, I know I, I'm sorry I can't give you much more than that on that because I'll make myself look like an asshole, but uh, it's just, you know, you, you know how it is. Uh, let's see what else did I want to talk to you about. You know, I'll I'll um I'll close it on this note. I mean, we've we've gone we've gone long here, and um, like I said, I'm I'm 
Who, who's driving right now? See, that's the thing. I'm getting used to this uh, this new dig. I, I mean, the house is is beautiful. It's a nice area, but I don't know. I just I loved the seclusion and downstairs part of the uh, the foxhole, and we'll get it back with uh, the upstairs room. We got. I, I got. I'll come up with a name for it, but. Um, so yeah, so again, I want I want to congratulate the Houston Astros. They built their team up the right way. They came together as a team. You know, they faced elimination against the Yanks and uh, didn't blink. And uh, you know, they they just uh, they 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 did it the right way. So um, you know, kudos to them. Seriously, I mean, it's uh, no obviously no small feat, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I talked about this the one week, and it's just I mean. I, I'm I'm hating sports right now. It's very tough. Uh, you know, like watching the Lakers. You got Lonzo Ball, uh, who hopefully he can avoid one of the Kardashians. I mean, you have Blake Griffin right now with Kendall Jenner, uh, which is very interesting. Is you know, the Kardashians are always known for having the curse, and Blake Griffin gets hurt every single year, and is he's relied upon even more this year with now Chris Paul. So it'll be very interesting to see how that shakes out. So Lonzo, according to there's the Facebook show, um, Ball and the Family. Uh, and it's amazing. LeVar Ball, who everybody thinks is just like a nutcase, you know, too loud, too boisterous, the whole thing. He comes across very well. And just that he loves his kids and he hypes them, but they work hard and do the right things and all that. So he's more likable than anything. And, and Lonzo is just very quiet, chill. He's had the same girlfriend for a bit. And, uh, you know, he's a, he's a tremendous player. Still learning game very much. But, uh, you know, he's uh, right now, he's pretty much all I got to watch him. And it's just tough to watch the Laker games at night and all that. I mean, I could sell the the giant games as a viable watching situation but saying i want to watch like a a a, a lakers hawks game on a wednesday night is not not as easy of a sell and uh you know of course you have the giants who they gave us the brief uh little glimmer with the the win in denver uh but yeah it's uh it's no bueno right now, and uh, they they need some guys back: Sterling Shepard, Olivier Vernon. Uh, but I will, uh, Jenna will be going. Needless to say, tickets are uh, very easy to come by right now, in our, especially in our tailgating group. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. So Jenna Jenna came to the meat bowl. Um, came with some family member. <clears throat> God almighty, look. <clears throat> so yeah, so Jenna came to the meatball. Um, we didn't end up going to the game because we just going in because it's more fun out in the parking lot for that particular game. There's food cooking all the time. ton of people out there. We have the TV out there the whole nine. So... Um, but I do want to take her into a game and you know, experience some atmosphere. So we'll see. Rams, 1 o'clock on a Sunday. 
we'll see how that all shakes out. But it will be her debut at at at, at the stadium, and uh, you know, very much uh, you know, looking forward to it. We'll see. Uh, you know, I don't know. I'm at the point. I don't even know what the fuck they're root for right now. So we'll see how this game goes. You know, I'll be rooting for them, of course. But um, if they lose this one, then you know, then you start thinking around about the uh, about the future. It's just a shame after last year. You know, then you have guys like Jack Rabbit who are getting suspended, DRC suspended for a time. I mean, that's that's what happens when the wheels fall off a team. The wheels really, really fall off. So. Um, just it's a tough time between them, you know. Then, then <clears throat> when you had the Yankees playing well, of course, that it turned into an anti-Mets thing. Just uh, not not a good time for for me personally as a sports fan at all. Um, yeah, so that's why I've uh, it, it's been okay to watch, uh, you know, some of the uh, the girlfriend shows on Bravo and whatnot. I've caught off on, on that stuff more than like Sports Center recently, because it's just uh, it's it's sad. It really is very very sad. I uh, I, I will say that. <clears throat> right now is uh, you know as we pack up or begin to pack up the. Uh, the, the old house um, and you know I, I after this move happens I'll I gotta put kind of my life back in focus because I, I let's just say I, I deferred for two years while we dealt with my dad's stuff um, you know I just felt it was the right thing for the fam but uh, you know it's uh, it's gonna be uh a tough one because that house just embodies my father. I mean, it's him. Um, so it all uh, it'll, it'll start this weekend with a garage sale, which I can't stand garage sales. I don't like haggling. I don't want. I just want whatever. Like I, I gotta figure out a way to just uh, labor myself through it, and you know, see what happens. And then, and it's weird because. I actually do have some stuff I'd like to get rid of, and you know, like rather than having to you know walk into some sketchy like shop or pawn place or whatever thrift place, like you know, I would like to see some like I, I like my big ticket items I keep in very very good shape. I always have, so it'd be cool to see like a you know family take advantage of that and be able to utilize that, but. Like, I've just found, like, garage shells that people try to, like, get you down so much where it's just like, come on, man. Like, what am I, I can't give the thing away. I'd rather keep it. So, you know, that's the uh, dilemma. So, yeah, I just, these, my dad, my dad used to get a kick out of garage sales, but, um, yeah, they're a pain in the ass to set off and all that. And, well, you know, I don't know. We will, uh, we will, We'll, we'll we'll see how it all plays out, but that's uh, you know that's a Saturday thing and, you know, and the Giants and all that good 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 stuff. Um, but yeah, the, the garage sale is definitely a sad thing. So I mean, 
it's right up there with my sports team situation and apparently my voice tonight. I don't know what's going on with me, so I'm going to have to do a lot more editing than I was uh, planning on it. So, uh, yeah, who cares? It's all good. You know, We're, uh, things could be worse. Really could be. Um, Yeah, you know, I mean, there are definitely some other things I would like to get into, but uh, maybe tomorrow Jenna and I will, will I'll, I'll, I'll bring her back on. I mean, like I said, she wants to go, you know, some more reps and that. Um, if we have the appropriate stuff, maybe we'll put it under her show. Let her, I'll come on with her for a little bit, maybe. Then let her uh, spread her wings and, you know, work up some topics and, and, and whatnot. But... Uh, you know, that's, uh, that's, uh, kind of w- w- where we at right now. Um, you know, I, I, I do want to talk about next time and I'll talk about it with her because we watched it together, but the documentary about the Ashley Madison hack was just, um, absolutely just, uh, tremendous. I know we talked about the Lady Gaga documentary on her, when she came on with me, and I mean, man, Gaga's a shit show. She's a mess. Uh, I didn't realize what a disaster she is. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll go we'll go through that. And uh, you know, like I said, we're, we're both we're, we're we're hitting the pavement right now, working on some uh, some big time guests that we're planning to roll out. In, uh, in in the suit, in, you know, in the near future, uh, this is it's not not gonna be like a six month, nine month thing. Like these, we're gonna get these out as quick as possible. I, I I can promise you that. So and look, barring some kind of change or whatever, uh, Lilo Brancato Jr. will uh, will be interviewed Tuesday on the Maddie Faz podcast, and uh, I'll I hope to have that done and put together and all that by Tuesday night and uh you know we'll uh, we'll put it out there we'll have some cool things see if he could do some video would you know you got to have him do a Bronx tail thing and uh you know take some pics and uh all that so you know we'll uh we'll we'll uh, we'll, we'll do it up nice I, I I can promise you that so uh you know that that's gonna be a fun one and you know hopefully one one of these like five pie in the sky ones that i have i just want one of them to come true so we'll uh we'll, we shall see but it's a good starting point and uh jenna has some good ones coming up too and uh you know it, it, i think it'll set a nice tone for uh what we're trying to do and then um we're gonna have an announcement hopefully coming up about um the website because as I told you, prettyfuzzy.com comes up. I have an email address there. Never looked at it. <laughs> so if you've been sending me mail there, don't do that right now. You can send it uh, maddiefez at yahoo.com. So there you go. Yeah. Person, personal right there. But uh, we'll, 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 give, we'll give that up right there. So uh, that's... Uh,
and you know I'll, I'll say this one too I, i'm not sure the date yet but um you know now baseball season's over you know the mets have, have a new manager a new p- uh, pitching coach uh mickey calloway former former pitching coach and uh uh, uh an old friend of uh our Mets podcast, the Cult of Mets Personalities. Uh, Rick Peterson, um, he is interested in doing the show, so we're just trying to work out the date. May have to be by phone, but uh, we'll, we'll we'll set that all up, and uh, you know that that would definitely be a fun one because uh, he was working with the uh, Oriole system for a while, but uh, he, uh, he he I think he was let go or left, whatever, but. Uh, one of the best pitching minds around, and uh, it'll be interesting. I'm curious to see what his plans are and what he's thinking. But he's a Jersey guy from like Wall area, so he's uh, you know he, he's a good resource to have, and, and definitely. So um, yeah, you know we're working on some things, and uh, you know we'll get into the the latter end of college football. Notre Dame playing lights out. Maybe we can do something and get like. Uh, Somebody involving Brandon Wimbush, the quarterback. He's from St. Peter's Prep in uh, Jersey City, so uh, maybe get his high school coach on, or you know, or himself. You know, we'll work on that. And uh, you know, it's it's just wild that <laughs> this was supposed to be a down year, and you got Notre Dame just like killing it right now. So you just hope the uh, good vibes going. So that's the one team I cannot complain about at all right now. Uh, no way. So, I don't know what that noise is, so I apologize. Uh, I told you, I'm in a whole different space right now than I, than I normally was. And I don't mean that mentally. I really am. I'm in a whole different thing right now. Um, but, uh, let's see. Yeah, I, I think I got through all my notes. I don't know. Did I get oh. Again, it doesn't help that I can't read half of my notes. Jesus Christ, look at this. Matt. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. That's the. I, I can't read anything else I got going on. <laughs> so we'll, we'll, we'll cut it right there. We're, we're, we, we got enough right now. Um, but again, just, just, the uh, cars outside, it's getting, it's getting, it's just getting weird. Um, but again, uh, definitely stay tuned. Uh, we'll have another episode coming up, you know, sometime over the next day or two <laughs> before or after the, the big garage sale. And, uh, uh, Early next week, uh, Lilo Brancato Jr. will uh, from the Bronx Tale and uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, Sopranos. He will uh, be in studio to uh, talk some different things. Uh, that should be a very, very interesting interview. And then working on some other ones coming up. And, uh, you know, and then hopefully launch uh, Jenna's new show uh, next week and uh, go from there. We're going to work on the website, prettyfuzzy.com. And uh, that's pretty much it. And then, again, the, the hat fundraiser.
please hit me up. I'm telling you, it is all for charity. Two good charities, one for lupus. And if you're not familiar with lupus, don't know anybody with suffering from look it up. Really. I didn't I was I was very, you know, uninformed on the on the topic and it's uh affects a lot more people than you think and it's uh it's does not get the funding and awareness that so many illnesses do so definitely definitely you want to check that out um and the other one is uh children of fallen patriots and that's at fallen patriots the other one is at uh where's the paper i'm sorry at molly's fund uh that's for for lubus they help the freight costs associated you know to help people out so um what the hell is going on down outside i don't even know but you want to uh you know the hats look i, I raised the price to 30 dollars. doesn't benefit me all charity and uh you know i'll make sure anybody who who does you know purchases one will get um <laughs> Okay, there's cars starting. I'll make sure anybody uh, who 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 does you know who, who gets involved will get their due and uh, you know get their name out there for. Uh, and I know I'm not saying that's why you're doing it, but I'll make sure that you uh, you know get uh, you know recognized for for your generosity. You'll get a free Matty, uh, not a free. You'll get a Matty Faz uh, podcast hat, which are all the rage. You, you can ask anybody. I'm telling you, the Maddie Fat t-shirts and possible hoodies coming out very, very soon. Like, week or two. So, uh, this, this is your chance. So, this is, you know, the all money charity, two charities split up, $15 a hat will go to each of those charities, and that's it. We'll keep it simple. So, um, you know, we'll, uh, I promise, we'll, we will, uh, We'll, we'll get it right and uh so but we i, I need your help so yeah you know we're I'm, I'm 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 waiting on the feedback from everybody i know you know i only put a little bit out about it but and i gave you know people hats so i know a lot of people i know that listen to the show have a hat already so you know if, if you want to give it to somebody for you know a gift for thanksgiving or christmas or something but you know, the more the, the more the merrier. So if you can find it in your heart to make a donation like that, and or even if you don't want to do the hat thing, make a donation, in, in, you know, in your name. But if you do it my way, you can you, you get you get the, the the donation in, and you can get a hat. So however you want to do it. So uh, again, I really appreciate it. If any any help. Reach out to the show. You can hit me up, mattyfaz at yahoo.com, Matt Fazlaport, Facebook, at Matt Fazlaport, Twitter. Hit me up. Let me know what, you know, what, how you want to do it, and uh, we'll make it happen. And I'll get you the hat ASAP. So uh, oh, that's about it. <laughs> I know it was all over the map tonight. So uh, I had a lot of scattered thoughts and uh, you know, all that. So. I uh, appreciate you bearing with me with that and my coughing and everything else. And I know Jenna, and I know everybody got a lot of feedback on that. Everybody was very pro-Jenna, so she will have her own podcast soon enough. So 
Don't let her get too big too fast, though. We got to keep her on the home team. We don't want to lose her to free agency yet. So, um, <clears throat> but yeah, no, she's gonna be. She, she's uber talented, and uh, she's gonna she's gonna kill it, no doubt. You just watch. So, definitely somebody I want in in the foxhole with me. Woo! How do you like that one? So, hey, maybe hey, maybe we still will call it the foxhole, but. I don't know. I gotta look for a more above ground name like the fort or something. I don't know the, the fortress or something. Uh, we'll, we'll get there. So, but anyways, thank you guys for uh, for 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 taking your time out and and, and giving this a listen. Can't express my uh, gratitude enough. And uh, so lucky, you know. Been, uh, very very fortunate to we've been getting steady growth between SoundCloud and then the iTunes hits. Um, and uh, getting feedback and, and all of it, and it's been great. So, uh, I'm I, as I've told everybody, we are always open to ideas, and we're working on ideas. And you're you watch, there's gonna be a blitz of ideas coming out very, very soon. And uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll take it from there, but we uh, you know, we're we're we're, we're, we're taking this very seriously. and just want to thank everybody for listening and you know just participating and contributing and all that and spreading the word and so if you can as my announcer will tell you if you can rate review and subscribe and all that good stuff it it really is helpful so uh thank you for uh for all of it in advance and i'll be nervy and say that thank you thank you in advance for it so uh just, just keep the love coming. It's the Maddie Faz podcast, baby. But it's growing. It's growing. Just trust me. Pretty Fuzzy Productions is where you want to be. I promise you. So you guys just uh, stay with us. Stay with us. And, uh, you know, you'll, uh, you'll as, <clears throat> as Jenna's show will we'll give you, you get pop culture Christmas every day. All right, everybody. Have a great rest of your day. And uh, we'll be back with you. Hopefully before the weekend uh, kicks off. Have a great night. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening to the Maddie Fast Podcast. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit prettyfuzzy.com. Hit Matt up on Facebook and on Twitter at Matt Fazzlepore. If you like today's episode, please review and subscribe. And we'll catch you next time.